Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. Be sure to go find us on social media at Gonzo Tonight to stay updated with when we upload new episodes and other content. Episodes are out every Wednesday and Saturday night. My guest today, I've known for about six or seven years now. We've had many good conversations over the past few years. Uh, today he's here to talk about some issues with Florida. Uh, he wants to talk about social media and YouTube specifically. And uh, Ariana Grande? So if that interests you, stay tuned for more, and please welcome my guest, Ryan Sweeney. don't know this but you're uh quite the fan of ariana grande i am not <laughs> she uh you know missing mac miller she is the cause of uh his death i believe <laughs> what are your thoughts on this i i mean i'm not i wasn't a huge mac miller fan like back when everyone else was um I don't, i'm not saying i don't like him but i wasn't like as into him as everyone else right but i'm also not like that big of an ariana grande fan so i don't really pick a side i think it's funny though how there's people who say like See, she's responsible for his it's, death. It's more for the memes, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Mainly as opposed to her actually doing it. Right. Um. Her and Pete Davidson, obviously, because of what he did. Um, he actually sent pictures of him and Ariana to Mac Miller after they really? broke up. Yeah, once they got together. So I mean, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty sketchy. So yeah, so he kind of was like egging him. Yeah, yeah, him yeah. On, it I was guess just you, you know uncalled for. Yeah, there, yeah, it was definitely uncalled for. So rubbing it in his face, I guess. Yeah, but no. but then they broke up too, right, Pete Davidson? Yeah, yeah. I think after that she broke up. I think that's why she broke up with him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cause she, she was like being toxic, I guess. Yeah, I guess like she she saw you know how he actually was. Have you um, uh, so on Starbucks they have this drink called like a cloud macchiato. Cloud macchiato. Have you had that? No. Nah. Uh, you're not a big coffee guy, are you? No. Yesterday, I actually tried the nitro cold brew, though. Oh. Did you like it or no? It was all right. Okay. I'm I, not, like, a huge coffee drinker, but yeah. I'm trying to get into it, so. I wasn't a huge fan of the cold brew. Uh, no? Or the nitro brew. It was really strong. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's supposed to be that strong, but I, I got it with the cream, and it well, was... Well, the colder it is, the stronger it, it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I got the dark chocolate nitro brew. I don't, I don't know, know if that's that. why. Yeah. I didn't get, like, the regular one. Yeah. Um... But, so I guess Ariana Grande um, made, like, she helped make this Starbucks drink called a cloud macchiato. So it's, like, this iced macchiato, and there's a really thick, okay. like, foam at the top. Yeah. And it's really, like, whipped cream and all that. And um, apparently she's vegan. She's vegan. She's vegan. Ah, interesting. And there was actually outrage over this drink because you, it's impossible to make the drink without eggs. Ah. So everyone was like, Ariana are, Grande freaking out about yeah, it. She should be the one like yeah. endorsing this drink. Da, 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 da. And that was funny. Yeah. But um, celebrities, I feel like they get themselves into things just in general. They, and they don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, for sure. All like, the time. Um, did you see, I didn't watch it, but I saw like the preview of Cardi B and Bernie Sanders, like meeting. 
Oh, uh, I talked about issues. I read something on Twitter about that. Yeah. Um, I didn't really read anything, but yeah, I, I I knew I read a little bit about it, but I didn't watch the video. Are they on the same side for the most part, or uh, what's? I mean, they were together, and it said that they talked about certain issues, like um, what is it? Police brutality. Um, she and then she talked about I think. Ta- I want to say taxes. Something with the schooling system as well. I want to say Probably. like like. But she was a, a very, she came out um, criticizing the government for taxes mm. and then decided to be buddy-buddy with Bernie Sanders who right. wants to increase taxes a bunch to give us, you know, free Medicare and all this other stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, they don't know what they're talking about, like the celebrities and stuff. I feel like they are assigned a role. They're literally assigned a role, especially the actors. Like you see videos of Hollywood actors – criticizing or um trying to educate us on issues and they're sitting there reading the teleprompter like this is what we need to do and then they all say the same thing um but i feel like in general celebrities need to just learn to stay out of politics unless they actually do research themselves instead of just you know throwing words out there and making you know making themselves look bad Mm -hmm. and everyone's trusting them too like they're literally actors like their job is to act yeah, I mean, they have such seriously. a big fan base that people will believe whatever they have to say about yeah. it. You know, it's kind of scary, actually. Yeah, I feel like the problem with today is people will go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and see something, and they don't do any other research. They just kind of see that link and go, oh, okay, that must be true. Right. And they don't, and even and then whatever comes out after, they're like, oh, that's not true. Like, I saw this link first. Yeah, they don't really um, look into it. Yeah, so, like, we wanted to t- – yeah. One of the things that we're going to talk about is the Amazon forest. You saw the pictures and videos yeah, and it's, stuff. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, man, what's been going on over there. I guess um, – so it first came out, like, I guess after three weeks, apparently, of the Amazon being on fire, it started getting, like, coverage. Yeah. But mainly, like, I saw it first on Twitter. Like, someone said the Amazon's been on fire for three weeks and no one has said anything about it. So we started looking into it, and I think people were saying, like, global warming was the issue. And they were saying, like, you know, of course they're saying we need to do something about global warming because, like, or else this wouldn't have happened. And um, like you said, we read uh, today that apparently there were man-made fires that were started by, like, cattle well, ranchers. and. Is there a confirmed, you know, cause of it? Like, how did it actually start? Well, the, the um, I guess the people who are studying it are saying – uh, most of these fires are definitely started by humans. Okay. But they haven't found like who actually started. They have it. no actual proof. They just yet. said, yeah, these are actual these are man-made fires. We just need to figure out like who did it. Okay. Um, but they believe that they're like you know cattle ranchers trying to make more land, and then it got out of hand. I think the president of Brazil was accusing his rivals of doing it to make him look bad. Like, was he? Uh, yeah. So just no one really knows. A lot of different who theories out there. Yeah, no one knows who did it, but they they do confirm that they were man-made fires for the most part. And I'm sure, like, when they say the most part, the other fires are probably still in um, – they're in reflect of the man-made fires, and it just got out of hand. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I think it's cra- – I still think it's crazy. Like, have you seen how big – yeah, and like they haven't, they haven't even stopped it yet. They keep taking all of these videos of it and this and that, and they they've yet to find a solution. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
it's been three, almost four weeks now, and it's still going. I feel like, uh, is anyone even doing something about it? Or? I haven't seen anyone do anything. I've only seen it, you know, spread even more. Right, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on over there. Um, but yeah, it, and it's just like, we're talking about how social media can be a good thing, like spread awareness and stuff, but it can also be bad because, you know, people take it to heart and they don't do any other research. Um, but I think on the good side, the internet has allowed people to express their opinions and their views um, through YouTube or Twitter, um, doing podcasts like this one. Yeah, all the different platforms, you know, they've certainly helped people grow. Like um, PewDiePie, he's, I consider, he's still the biggest, like, YouTuber. Yeah, and it's like, the past year, you know, he became a meme because, you know, sub to PewDiePie, and it's like, no, the guy's actually been around forever, and he's, his videos are, yeah. they're pretty good. He's been number one for a, a long time, like, years and years. Um, but he's been around for about 10 years, I think, he started doing right. videos. And, um... So it's just and and he he started like doing gameplay like with like shooting zombies and stuff, and he, you know he I remember I saw a video from like when he first started it was like oh thank you for a hundred su- subscribers, oh and right, now it's yeah. like a hundred billion or hundred million subscribers now he's branched out to just any kind of video yeah he's his life you know yeah. not just gaming anymore plus too like if you're doing it for that long, I think you do have to switch it up. Oh, yeah. He's, he's done a bunch sure. of different things, and now he's gotten back into games and stuff. Right, just because he can. Right, but you at know, this point, I feel like he's just doing whatever he wants. Yeah, he has such a big audience now, he can, you know, film anything and make tons of money from it. Right. And, yeah, YouTube is just, it's a great way for um, people to start something for themselves. People have built companies based off of their YouTube channel, like whether it's selling T-shirts or, like, David Dobrik's one of the biggest uh vloggers out there he's a millionaire now just basically because of his videos yeah his last video you know he just bought his friend uh, a lamborghini and he joked <laughs> about you know making nine million last month <laughs> in his last video you know yeah and it's like just casually and you know he'll have you know he'll have celebrities in his videos and they won't even be you know on the actual page they'll just casually be in a five second clip right just because he's so famous now, he can hang out with whoever he wants just from YouTube. I know. YouTube has literally made him ba- – basically, he is a celebrity. I mean, if you ask anyone uh, who David Dobrik is, most likely they'll know his name. But then when you show him, like, a video or something, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I know who that guy is. And yeah, and he's done it in, you know, four or five years. That's right. just one example. But And even all his um, friends have, like, made fame, too. Pretty yeah. much off of him, yeah, for the most part. But a lot of them too, like when they they collaborate and together like grow their fan base and make a bunch of money off of, of course videos and yeah, some of them have you know a few million subscribers themselves, you know, right? And they go on tour and do yeah. all this stuff. Um, it's crazy. I think the the flip side though, the internet, it's a good thing that it gives everyone a voice, but at the same time, it's also a bad thing. Because it gives vo- voice to bad people as well. Yeah, it gives people the wrong ideas. Right. So, you know, there's um, all these bad people that can say whatever they want or just stupid people that can say whatever they want. Um, so it doesn't prevent people that are ill-informed to spread what they think. But at the same time, like, I feel like we can't give um, 
all this power to the people in charge to like suppress speech because if we start suppressing bad speech then but what is bad speech like who draws the line exactly it just depends on who the actual person is i guess right i I guess i was listening to some um i think it was dan crenshaw you know the representative in texas okay eye patch guy right um he was talking about you know he met with google and stuff and they were talking about how they need to suppress certain speech or or you know how um people on youtube like they get banned for certain things in their videos but and it goes overboard especially with there's a lot of criticism to people on the right when they upload videos and like um steven crowder and all these guys that are uploading their podcasts and their shows or whatever they get demonetized and stuff for the things they say and nothing's actually like harmful so I guess the point is they were trying to discuss they're not legally obliged to get rid of certain things because they're a private entity. But I feel like they have a duty to follow the Constitution and the the First Amendment where it says, like, your speech is protected unless it, um, you know, directly harms someone. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Um they're telling you the rules when you're first using the platform, you know, Spe- you know, no matter what it is. Um, it just depends on exactly what they're doing, whether it's a minor offense or not. Right. Do you think that the government should get involved and make some rules on what they're allowed to do? Or do you think we should leave it up to Google and YouTube and whoever is actually in charge? I would say leave it up to whoever is actually in charge mm-hmm. as opposed to letting the government decide. You okay. Know? That Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I feel like just in general too much government involvement leads to bad things we've seen governments go haywire like socialist communist governments take over and because there's just too much government involved and i think one of the greatest things about when this country was founded is the very little government that we had obviously at the very start when there was like practically no government there was chaos but if we implement enough government everything's fine we have the laws that prevent people from harming each other um and i think you know like the laissez-faire approach completely like no government is bad all government is bad but somewhere in the middle is good uh i think you you, you, that's basically what you're saying you agree yeah i agree with that to Mm. an extent like you know it is good to have some right right so Uh, you're a Florida native, right? Like you've born and lived, born and raised here. I am indeed. How about you? Yeah, I am too. Um, so, how do you feel about SeaWorld? I know that's a big thing, especially with Florida. SeaWorld, yes. Um, I, you know, I kind of feel the same way everybody else does about it. You know, most people that live here and have been to all the theme parks, they don't really like SeaWorld because mm-hmm. of the way they actually treat the animals. Um. Animals have actually died in the tanks, you know, whether it's whales, dolphins, whatever. So, yeah, I think most of the people that go to SeaWorld now are from out of state. Like, I, I, I don't remember the last time I've talked to someone that's like a Florida native and they've said like, oh, yeah, I go to SeaWorld like once a year. Like no one goes there anymore. Right. You know, we went there as kids just because, but it wasn't you know nearly as bad back then or people didn't know it was nearly as bad back then they've had they've definitely had a few like big cases where animals have died or they like quote-unquote abused animals like when they do the shows with the whales and the dolphins and all that 
Um, it, I think it's funny too. Like, uh, you drive by SeaWorld and see like all those people outside with the signs and. Yeah, people are literally protesting outside of the <laughs> entrance with signs. You know, I heard one day they had over a hundred people out there just standing there yelling, and it was a whole mess because right. people really care. Yeah, and I feel like protesting in general, you, I feel like it doesn't do a whole lot, especially stuff like that. You're standing outside SeaWorld saying, like, you know, don't do this. And what the people in SeaWorld are like, okay, like. They could care less, you know, they're getting paid regardless. Right. The people protesting, I feel like they're doing it mainly for their own satisfaction of I just guess, being, yeah. being angry or whatever. Right. Because sometimes, I mean, we've seen protests throughout history, like big protests that have actually changed the opinion of the country. But nowadays, I feel like people will protest literally anything that they see as wrong or they just don't like. And I feel like it's every day, like protests here, protests there. They're walk, they're marching against whatever. It's happening so much. I feel like it's almost like boy cried wolf. Like you have so many protests that no one's actually gonna care what you're protesting about. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and I understand it because the living conditions there for the animals, you know, they're pretty bad. But the people protesting outside there, they don't understand that nothing's actually gonna change. Um, right. The, they they need know, to figure out a better way of making change instead of just standing out there and yelling. Right. The theme park, they're making loads of money regardless off tourists who come here, stay at the hotels, mm -hmm. and they want to visit every theme park here regardless. And I don't think the protesters actually realize that. Right. And what's the likelihood, too, of like um, someone who's planning to go to SeaWorld driving up and being like, oh, look at all those protesters. Maybe I won't go today. They're like, all right, this especially place, if this place like, is bad. Yeah, especially if they've already bought a ticket. They're just going to be like, oh, okay, we'll try and get a refund. Like, let's not go today. They're already spending, you know, between 60 90 whatever, you know, whatever it costs to get in there. They're not yeah. going to sit there and get a refund for their tickets for their entire family. Theme parks in Florida especially are so expensive. I think Disney's prices went up again. They're, they've been over 100 for a few years now. I think it's like for a day – Close to 150, maybe, just to go to Disney. Right, just for a single day. I know, uh, I know, an annual pass now for the four main it's like parks. Like 700. Yeah, you know, they go up to a thousand for the best wow. pass. Uh, the cheapest one, you know, it's probably at least 400, which is insane. Right, and that's. I feel like if you can go, more like if you pay, if you pay 400 for a year pass and you go more than four times. It's definitely worth it. Right. You're getting your money's worth with annual pass. It's just insane how much people from, you know, different states or countries come here and actually pay for them. Yeah. I mean, especially from out of state, that means you have to make at least four trips out of the year to come here and go to Disney. For people who live here, especially kids and their families, like, it's easier. But even people, want, you know, teenagers plus, usually that's not a good demographic to buy annual pass because, I mean, you and I – aren't going to go to Disney maybe two, three times a year. Like, it's not going to happen. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't even know. The last time I went to – okay, Magic Kingdom. I haven't been to Magic Kingdom in a long time. No? No, I think oh, the last time go, I went to Epcot was maybe last year. Wow. Uh, or maybe two years now. But and – and, and I think Epcot's pretty cool, like, for – older people yeah you know they have the the food and wine festival now yeah. that that gets a big crowd especially around this time of the year i think once you know people get into high school and college uh the disney springs thing is better for them or like uh 
Universal City Walk. Right. They have all the restaurants and you know clubs and all that kind yeah. of stuff out there. Yeah. So I mean, the theme parks itself. I mean, Universal's pretty fun. I yeah. think Universal is definitely geared more towards older kids and college kids and you adults. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Even though it has less parks, or uh, yeah, I mean, because the pr- it is a little cheaper than Disney. And I yeah, think, I the, think so too. the actual rides are better. Okay. For older people, like you know, the Hulk is a big roller coaster. Um, they just came out with that new uh, Harry Potter ride. So I saw that. Yeah, that's, that's the third one. That's that their third out? Harry Potter ride. I guess people, there's people who vacation down here just to do that ride. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, the day it opened, I heard it had a 10 hour wait. Really. People, you know, people sat in a queue for that long oh all gosh. day just just to ride that. So. People nowadays will wait hours and sometimes like a couple of days just to see an event or like to get the new iPhone. You have people camping outside the stores like days before. Yeah. The Trump rally we had a few months ago, people were like li- literally sleeping in the streets like a day or two before just to be one of I, the you first know, people in. I saw on the news for that for that rally you're talking about um, in downtown Orlando, people, people skipped, uh, I think it was on a Friday, right? So people requested off Thursday and Friday <laughs> for work. They requested it off, yeah. camped out there just to get their spot. It's, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I couldn't wait that long for anything, especially like, considering it was a free event. Right. That's you know. Well, it is, I guess since it is first come first serve, you definitely have to do that. You can't reserve seats or anything. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but like just to get the new iPhone, I couldn't wait like more than a couple hours for it. I feel like if I had to wait that long, I'd just wait an extra week to get a new iPhone. Like, <laughs> just to <laughs> buy the new one. Yeah. I understand, um, people that do reviews on it. Like, you know, people on YouTube that will do iPhone reviews and such. But I feel like there should be a better way for people like that to reserve iPhones or new gadgets. I feel like it's more of the concept of people wanting to have it first. Okay, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, they can be the first person to post a for just For just normal people 12, like yeah. me and you that, you know, wait to get it. <laughs> we but wait till our next upgrade, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll wait around. But there's people, you know, who are our age who will do exactly what you're talking about and actually buy it right when they can yeah. or wait for it or camp out or, you know, we have Black Friday coming up. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of that. Oh, yeah, because they always release a new Apple product around fall time anyway. Yeah, September, October, I right. feel like, is when the iPhones typically come out. Right, and then I guess the smart people, too, will wait till Black Friday. Right. To get some deals on some gadgets. Because you'll save a lot of money, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, because like you said, most people are willing to wait a month or so for the, before they get a new iPhone. Like, they're not going to die without it. Right. I mean, yeah. And like I said, like, wait for the next upgrade. Like, most plans upgrade once a year or maybe every two years. And, you know, they release an iPhone every year, maybe every other year if it's a slow season or something. But... It's just crazy what people will do nowadays. I completely for agree. attention mainly. Yeah, I know there's people like on YouTube that they do crazy things and they actually will make money off of it. But normal people like will do anything for ten seconds of fame, and then just have it go nowhere. And I think it's kind of sad. Like <laughs> that's that's the sad reality. It's like you do something crazy, everyone's like, "Oh, that's so cool." And no one's ever going to know your name or who you are. It is a sad reality for most, but there's the rare occurrence where that one person actually gets the clout they need, or right. need you know? it's. I mean, you got to – I think it's a little bit of luck, 
and two, you have to be able to act on the fame that you get. Um, like you know, there's a lot of one-hit wonders, I guess you could say. Of course, they, yeah. They they have the one video or the one song or whatever, and, and then the rest of their content it. is just a hit or miss, you know. Right, and that goes along too with how um, back when we were talking about like YouTubers, they get famous, but just making videos isn't going to cut it if you're, you know, living off of YouTube. They have to go and uh, make a website to sell T-shirts. Yeah, a lot of their money comes from actual merch, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, even their tours, things like that is what actually carries their career. Right. Because, um, you know, their videos, they're mainly getting their income from just ads. Ads is the right. main source. And YouTube, too, a few years ago, they cut uh, creative profits basically in half, I think. Like, they weren't making as much money off of ads. Um, so they had to, you know, scramble and make a website and sell, try and sell merch or like you say, go on tours and stuff, which I don't know about you. Would you go to like a YouTuber live event? Or um, probably not. Depending on the YouTuber and how much they were actually charging. Because yeah. some, you know, some will come to say, say someone comes to Orlando and they're charging, you know, general admission $50 to get in. Um, if they're not a crazy big YouTuber, I'm right. not going to pay the $50 just to get in. And then sometimes they'll vip will be 200 just to meet them or whatever yeah so it's like i don't know if i would actually spend that just to see one of my favorite youtubers right and they're not like crazy celebrities or anything you see videos of people all the time like running into them oh yeah they'll be like yeah Yeah. let's take a picture let's do that exactly you know uh but i do think it is crazy like the fans that go and hunt people down and like follow them and like (laughs) i just think it's funny yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you said, like paying two hundred dollars to meet like some YouTuber, they're definitely making money. They're definitely making good money off of that. They're definitely ripping you off. Yeah, and the amount of people who are showing up, that's it adds up. Right. I mean, that's that's great for them. I mean, if like especially for the YouTubers, it's great that they're making money off of that. Um, and if you know, for the fan, the super fans out there that really want to meet them, that's great too. I just think me yeah, personally, I agree. I, I it's don't a think I much. would. I don't think I would, depending on the person, of course, but... Right. Right. And like like we were saying, it's not like an A-list celebrity. Like, Justin Bieber, I kind of understand. Like, Justin Bieber's the type of guy to walk into a building, and at least one person's going to know who he is. Like, oh. whatever building he walks into, someone's going to know who he is. It could be in a different country as well. Right. Because someone as big as him, they're, they're traveling the country on tour. Right. Or across different countries. Right. He, he's definitely an international celebrity for sure, and... You know, like every year they have the Met Gala. If you're invited to the Met Gala, like you're you're definitely you know everybody knows you. If a, you're, there. you're like the celebrity, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to the Met Gala, you're definitely a list. You're definitely I I don't know why. Um, I remember th- this is a little while ago, but remember the whole thing about James Charles being there, right? How he looked like a lost puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, "Wait, why is James Charles there?" This guy from YouTube. Yeah, because like, he's not a clear cut celebrity or someone who's made music and right. they've blown up for the past decade it's you know it's just one youtuber right and he just he even looks out of place like there's the video of him like looking around like what do, what do i do da, 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 da. like <laughs> i just think it's funny like the, the, i feel like because of youtuber and social media the line between like real celebrities and people who are just kind of famous is being blurred like James Charles somehow ended up at the Met Gala, 
that line is being blurred of who's actually like a real A-list celebrity and who's just like popular on the internet. It's just get, the line's getting blurred, I think. Yeah, people don't understand who's actually what nowadays. Right, and I mean, it could be like, I, I guess, guess success. the whole... Would you call it? Yeah, so, yeah, but I mean, I feel like... Because um, he's very successful, but... He is. There's a... I feel like there's a limit for that type of event. I feel like it's got to be not only success, but fame as well. I agree. Because I feel like um, most young people knew who he was, but anyone above the age of, like, what, 30, 40, like, you get past that, people watching it are like, I don't know who that guy is. You've got to appeal to, like, every sort of audience. Right. And, you know, most basic YouTubers like him out there don't. Like, I can't name a single YouTuber, really, that, you know, all of our parents would know. Right, we are still in that era of YouTube being for younger kids at least when it comes to like the famous youtubers like if i go to my parents or my grandparents and show them a picture of david dobrik or james charles they probably won't know who they are they may recognize james charles because you know he's been in the news a couple times now but like there's that age difference still um with the new technology and the whole how youtube still youtube pretty much is still kind of a new thing if you look at it on like past hundred years YouTube's been around for what like 15 years maybe yeah I want to say because even as even as a kid I remember being you know seven eight years old and one of the biggest youtubers was a guy named Fred remember he would speed up his voice and yeah make those kinds of videos and now you know I don't even know where he's at nowadays that's crazy that's how long (laughs) that's how long it's actually been around yeah so at, at least 15 years now but I think, do you think the status and, like, the requirements of, like, let's say getting to the Met Gala are changing? Do you think that, um, like, the requirements are being reestablished, per se, because of YouTube and Twitter and other social media? I think so, because um, it's not even just main celebrities and artists and singers nowadays, because you would even see certain uh, certain football players and just players from any sport coming there and then mm-hmm. their wife or significant other would also be there right as a plus and, one and whatever outfit they're wearing and they're not even you know like we were talking about before not every adult or every even every kid would know that that player for their for their sport right i mean the plus one thing makes sense to me like if you're there as a date right that makes sense but who your date needs to be someone someone famous yeah across the board um but yeah i mean I think it's definitely changing because of the internet. It's just crazy how someone like you or me in a few years could end up going to the Met Gala because we did some stupid YouTube channel or like whatever. All of a sudden we're famous now. Like I think that's crazy. It is that's insane so how that easy works. Now. Yeah. And of course, when I say easy, I'm obviously these people are putting in hard work and uploading <clears throat> every day or at least every other day. And you know, they stay consistent, they work really hard, but I guess the access is easy. The access to get into all these places and to get this fame is so easy now. It's not just word of mouth, it's being broadcasted, you know, at, at your fingertips. You type in the title of your video, upload, and there you go. Now, we were talking about James Charles. Uh, people were pretty upset with him two or three months ago, huh? What was that all about? Uh, honestly, I don't. I think he 
I'm not too familiar with his I, channel. I, I, I know, I know no, he's I, successful, but it was something about him like ripping off a friend or something. I really have no idea. Like, it, I just heard that there was outrage about it because he basically um, cheated out one of his friends or something. Like, he stole. I don't think it was content, but he maybe it was stole the an girl. I, I forget her name. It the was celebrity. A, yeah. She was either a YouTuber or something else. But yeah, I know he was. Uh, definitely under investigation and he lost oh really well not investigation but he you know he lost three to four million subscribers oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then after after whoever the girl was she made the uh she released a video and then he gained all of them back what? but like that quick he lost three to four million subscribers i remember that yeah i remember just hearing like you know two thousand two million subscribers gone and i'm like ah. i want to say he dipped from 15 down to 11 or 12 in a matter of a week or two but then he got them all back I want to say he regained most of them, but it's it's crazy how quick one, yeah. one incident can affect your channel. Right, and when not you, only when that, that, but big. how crazy they forget. Like you said, he I got know. most of them back. Um, so it's like, is, is anyone really outraged by anything nowadays? Like, exactly. Or are they just being offended in order to get attention? I guess people are just really sensitive, especially in our generation. That's definitely part of it. Um, no matter how big or small the actual problem is. Yeah, no, I would agree, but it's just, it's so crazy, like, if you're gonna unfollow someone for something that truly offends you, I feel like it's gonna take more than two days to, you know, go back on there and be like, oh, okay, I, I forgive you, like. I agree, and like, uh, the video of the, or sorry, the clips of the, I forget her name, but she had, uh, she's a YouTuber, she had, I think, 200 to 300,000 subscribers. And the clips of that she accidentally posted, I believe. Oh, of her, the dog. Yeah, of her abusing her dog. Yeah. I want to say she was actually trying to post a, just a regular video to her channel, and the clips of her doing that that she was recording right. on accident uh, ended up on her channel. That's what happened. Yeah, she supposedly accidentally released footage of her abusing the dog, so to say. And people were absolutely outraged by that. People absolutely were outraged. outraged, but it's also insane how – you know, something like that can happen, and then their channel can grow. Just right. Because I of think she got more famous off of that. Right. Whereas James Charles, I mean, he got more famous, but he also lost a lot of. And it's like it goes back to like with the Logan Paul situation back yeah. when he did all of his, uh, you know, sketchy stuff. When he rec what was it? He recorded a. It was a suicide. I guess it was a suicide. Okay. In the forest that they were at. Yeah. And they, I don't. I don't think they didn't show like the actual person, yeah. but he didn't he but laugh he, about it. He and his friends were like making jokes and laughing. They're sitting there like, "Oh, this is so bad," and then they start laughing. Right, and I know his channel grew an insane amount. Yeah, and now he's at you know I think I don't even know millions of subscribers. Right, and his brother even grew from that just from being related. Well, it's Donald Trump when he was running for president. He said, you know, basically, look. Bad, publici bad publicity is good publicity. Like like you said, all these YouTubers, they did something bad, but in the end, they got more fame from it. Because, you know, how easily we're forgiving people nowadays. And that's how strong the platform actually is. Right, right. Well, you know, this, this girl, like you said, was hitting her dog and yelling at the dog, and people were outraged. And she's she but then spitting on her dog as spit, well. Yeah, she spat Everything. on the dog, and she, then she claimed she didn't. But Crazy. I think that day it happened, uh, in the morning, I looked at her page, like her Twitter page, and it was like 3,000 followers or something, and yeah. then I looked later that night, 
and it was like doubled. And I was like, wait, I swear it was 3,000 when I looked this and morning. Although it was hateful messages and replies and whatever else, yeah, she's st- her, you know, her page is still growing. And, you know, believe it or not, she was probably still making money from it or has made money probably. from it. Probably. I mean, if her follower, if she gained 3,000 followers from a bad thing, imagine how many people actually saw that video. I know. Because if you got that many good responses, Compared to all the bad ones, like that's that's to be like millions of people saw that video. But it's crazy to think yeah. about. Just how crazy the world, like, we're so interconnected now because of YouTube and social media. People from across the world can either help others or ridicule others because, you know, we upload a video and now the whole world can see it. Technically, anyone could be listening to this podcast right now. Anyone from around the world could be. You're not wrong. Yeah. I'd like that for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if everyone so around the world was. <laughs> you're on Spotify now as well, right? Yeah, I'm on Spotify. I'm working on um, getting approved for um, the iTunes podcast, okay. Apple podcast. And was that difficult to get yourself on Spotify? or Spotify was actually really easy, surprisingly. Right. Um, so I uploaded from our host website, um, Buzzsprout. And, of course, I put uh, the audio on YouTube as well. And Spotify from there was the first one that got approved. Okay. And that's actually what I um, – I, I like Spotify. It's actually – I didn't realize that they had podcasts on there yeah, until I, I looked into it. I prefer Spotify over Apple Music. Oh, uh, that's where we differ. <laughs> you, you like Apple I Music I am an more? Apple Music guy, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess that's – Apple Music for Spotify is different than okay. the iTunes podcast because that's a whole different app. Fair enough. Um, like, you know, I listen to my podcasts on Apple Podcasts. I just didn't realize that Spotify did it too. And it's actually pretty cool. Like, it, it's basically the same thing. Um, it's clean. It's easy. I think you can, like, organize the order that you listen to the podcasts in. That's nice. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, working on Apple Podcasts next. Hopefully within the next week or so it gets approved. They said that it could take up to two weeks for it to show up. What but made you want to actually start doing this podcast? I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. It was just a matter of timing, I think. Like getting settled and, you know, getting a bunch of equipment and stuff. Because I wanted it to be good. I didn't want to just right, use, you like, wanted, an you iPhone. You wanted quality over quantity. Right. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I, I just one day I, get, I got up and I was like, you know what? Let me look into actually doing it. Let me buy some equipment. Let me look at what website I need to use, um, how to spread the podcast around and like this is only the second episode yeah um so you're getting different guests for uh different episodes right, that I have, you're doing yeah, and talking have, about different topics i have um the rest of august lined up and i have some of september lined up too um but i've been getting good positive feedback from just the first episode which i'm, I'm proud of yeah that's good um i'm just hoping that if i can consistently upload which is like what we talked about youtubers who consistently upload they get in the end like it may take a few years but they get some massive following. So I'm just going to try and stay consistent. And if you want to come back on in the future, go ahead. Well, maybe we'll, at some point I do, I would like to have three or four guests at a time. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. But, uh, I appreciate you for coming on. We've had a good discussion. Yeah, man. So yeah, thank you. It's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Thank you again for tuning into another episode of the Gonzo tonight show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout YouTube and Spotify, many more outlets to come. 
Be sure to go find us on social media at Gonzo Tonight. You can stay updated with when we upload podcasts, which is every Wednesday and Saturday night. Again, hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we hope to see you soon. Take care.